This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings the world's greatest professors to your fingertips with more than 500 audio and video series on science, history, philosophy, fine arts, better living, and more. The Great Courses are available on digital download and streaming at thegreatcourses.com or on DVD and CD or via The Great Courses apps. Best of all, you can listen to or watch The Great Courses at your own pace without the pressure of homework or exams. And now, for a limited time only, The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to 80% off the original price of selected courses, including writing creative nonfiction. For this limited time, 80% off offer, go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. Okay. In the following categories, whether uh, you have an affinity for or a connection to anything part of your Cuban past. You got a favorite Cuban food, Cuban dish? Oh, I grew up eating Cuban food all the time. What's uh, my your grandparents, uh, you know, picadillo. All right. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is Michael Warren. And Michael, using the Mark Helprin School of Journalism techniques I've learned, I have to ask someone with a last name like Warren, what do you prefer, fish or chips? <laughs> uh, Guinness. Just uh, serve me up a Guinness and I'll be good to go. I don't know. Are you sure that's Irish tea and not English tea you're drinking? You don't seem authentic to me. I know I'm I'm a kind of a mixed match of a, of everything and and really I'm just not authentic at all. That's really the 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 answer to that question. You know I uh, I I've, doing talk radio. I cover a lot of strange stories. A lot of people acting maybe not at their best. I was actually open mouthed watching the interview by Mark Helprin of Ted Cruz. Challenge him. Prove to us that you're really Hispanic. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I want to say that it was surprising or shocking, but it really is not. I mean, this is the way that I think uh, a lot of mainstream media folks look at people like Ted Cruz, like Marco Rubio, like Ben Carson, for instance, or Carly Fiorina, that they don't fit into the sort of uh, uh, the, the sort of narrative of how those demographic groups are supposed to be. So there must be something different or wrong or uh, just kind of off base with them. Uh, what, of course, is just not the case. And you look at the Republican field, I just named four people right there who uh, who sort of have really diversified the Republican field in a whole lot of ways. And, of course, Republicans uh, don't really value that as much as they value diversity of thought and, and experience and that sort of thing. But, you know, playing the sort of mainstream media uh, game on this, it's, it's got to be the most diverse field of Republican candidates ever. Uh, and yet uh, I guess this is what those candidates can expect uh, is questions about do you like Cuban food? Uh, can you speak Spanish for us? I mean, it's a little, it's insulting. I won't, I won't go so far as think progress, who said it was racist, but uh, certainly insulting and, and ridiculous and kind of just beyond the point. Well, as a fan of the movie Airplane, I recall that in 2008, no one went up to Barack Obama and said, excuse me, sir, do you speak jive? And I don't see any significant difference in the way Mark Helprin treated Ted Cruz than if somebody had done that to now President Obama. What does Mark Helprin say? Uh, Halperin has now apologized. So first, we should back up. This interview was done on Bloomberg TV on uh, on uh, Mark Halperin's show. With all due respect, I'm not sure how many people watch that show, but uh, that's when the interview was originally done and when he asked these questions. Uh, and now uh, Mark Halperin has apologized. A lot of people were tweeting at him and, and getting onto him. Ruben Navarrete, a, a national columnist, uh, really kind of started the ball rolling. And now. 
uh, Halperin has apologized on uh, online on this website called Scribd. Has written a, a about three or four sentences and saying, you know, look, I was I was rushed to ask a bunch of questions. I was trying to be lighthearted with the question of uh, you know asking Ted Cruz to uh, welcome Bernie Sanders to the race in Spanish, uh, and clearly that wasn't my intention to offend. And I'm sorry to anybody that I offended. So that was sort of a classic of that. I'm sorry if anyone was offended. Right. John. Well, look, I, I well I was offended because his behavior. Behavior, his uh, his questions were offensive, but not only that, but the way he asked them. To me, the most significant part is when he demands that Ted Cruz quickly give him a specific on what kind of food. You're not going to get away with just telling us you like you ate a lot of Cuban food. You've got to give us a specific dish. You'll be like asking me, a Southerner, you know, which Southern food do you? I, mean, I, I ate a ton of food from you know grits and eggs in the morning until you know bread pudding pudding at night. You put me on the spot, and that's exactly what Mark Helprin did. It was clearly a challenge to Ted Cruz's ethnic identity. It had nothing to do with gathering information for a candidate for president. It was a basically a form of almost like a, eth- a journalistic blood test. Do you have enough DNA to pass our standard and enter the, you know, the race as an authentic uh, Hispanic American? Yeah, that's right. And, and look, this would be, be one thing if Mark Halperin were asking uh, Hispanic candidates or Hispanic politicians in both parties this kind of question. I mean, so a lot of smart people have pointed out that uh, the Castro brothers from San Antonio, Texas, uh, the, the, their twin brothers, one's a congressman, one is uh, uh, in, in Obama's cabinet, and, and likely to be uh, uh, picked as uh, as one of Hillary, one of them as Hillary's running mate. Uh, I've heard from a number of people. Uh, neither of those Castros speak Spanish, uh, although I hear they're taking Spanish lessons, but um, they. It would never be asked this question. It would be really hard, I think, to imagine uh, a, a Democrat, a Hispanic Democrat, being asked, uh, "What is your favorite Mexican food? Uh, can you uh, please say something in Spanish?" If that person didn't speak Spanish, I mean, it was it, it, it's it's one of these double standards that seems so common that that it's almost uh, not worthwhile to bring it up. But but when it's so stark and out in, in in front of you like this, you know, I think it's worth mentioning and and, and pointing out just how ridiculous uh, the very nature of the question. is is. And again, it's something only Republicans uh, are supposed to expect. Meanwhile, you have these questions that could be asked of Democrats that would have some value. For example, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, as everyone now knows, uh, uh, allowed herself to be listed as a minority hire, despite the fact that, let's face it, she looks whiter than any member of ABBA. And it is very disputable whether or not she has any Native American heritage. My mom is actually from Tulsa. My great-great-grandmother was a Cherokee Indian from the Cherokee Indian Nation. I'm more Native American than Liz Warren, but I would never mention that in a form because it would never occur to me to try to get some benefit out of it. You you cannot f- drag Mark Helprin <laughs> to ask that question. Hillary Clinton makes no secret of the fact that she is openly and shamelessly arguing that she should be elected in part simply because she's a woman, a uh, irrational by any standard play for people to cast a ballot based on something that has nothing to do positively or negatively with being president. Where are the press on the identity politics issues for the Democrats that actually do, in fact, add to the conversation? Yeah, they're nowhere, is the answer to that question. I mean, they're, they're not anywhere. And I, look, it should be noted that Ted Cruz really doesn't make his Cuban identity a part of his political identity. I mean, he talks about his, his, his father, uh, you know, escaping from Cuba and his family and that sort of thing. But uh, whereas Marco Rubio, you know, being from my 
Miami, coming from that sort of Cuban-American uh, background, and it is a part of his identity, uh, that's not really Ted Cruz at all. Ted Cruz is an evangelical Christian. Uh, he's the son of a, of a pastor. He, he speaks more like uh, a, a sort of evangelical Christian than he does, uh, you know, a Cuban-American politician. And maybe that's where Mark Halperin was going uh, with those questions, trying to demonstrate that. But, it, it, you know, it's a really insulting way to do that and ultimately has little to do with uh, the, the policies that Ted Cruz is advocating for, the kind of president that Ted Cruz would be. Um, look, uh, if you want to give Mark Halperin the benefit of the doubt and say, look, he was just trying to be jovial and, and joking, asking uh, Ted Cruz to, to welcome Bernie Sanders in Spanish, uh, it, it's still, I think, a, a, a poor uh, sign of, of where the uh, political press is these days, particularly with Republicans, they, they ought to you know sort of get with it and realize that there's going to be Hispanic Republicans running for Senate and for president. Uh, there's there's going to be likely more women uh, running for president on the Republican side. Uh, they should just scrap away with all these identity politics and and actually ask these people, well, what is your position on taxes? What is your position on uh, Iran getting a nuclear weapon? And and just dispense with all this silly stuff that I guess has to fill the time uh, while we wait for uh, more substantive arguments to uh, to come up. Well, I cannot think of more uh, cutting rebuttal to Mark Halpern than this. When he asked the questions, I sincerely thought they had been written by Joe Biden. And I have this fantasy that Joe Biden and Bobby Jindal will both. And, and you know what? Uh, I, I kind of like that idea that, that Joe Biden is writing these questions for Mark Halpern. It's, <laughs> I, there's all kinds of things I won't say uh, of, uh, of, of questions. Uh, Halpern beat us all to it. <laughs> that would be something. And, and you know what? Uh, I, I kind of like that idea that, that Joe Biden is writing these questions for Mark Halpern. It's, I, there's all kinds of things I won't say uh, of, uh, of, of questions uh, Biden would be asking uh, these Republican candidates. Michael Warren, thanks so much for joining us here on the Weekly Standard Podcast. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.